All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Woodscast. Uh, with me, as always, is uh, Shea Butter, and I'm Big Jizzle. And this is the Woodcast. We're your drive at five. Shea shaking his head. Ugh. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, get and really... and the thing is, is, is Big Jizzle was my idea. Now it's just like you know, I you know, I, I was too too preoccupied with whether or not I could to stop and ask if I should. You know. Right. Right. Ugh. Anyway, this is driving five. I love the idea that somebody's listening to our podcast on the way home from work. That's insane. I I know people that listen to it over the over the the course of like a weekend. One one guy that talks to me, he's like, yeah, I'm about halfway through the podcast. I'm like, Jesus Christ, it's Sunday. What's taking so long? He's like, well, it's kind of long. And um, when we first started this, Rachel kept telling us like, she's like, you got to tighten it up. It's got to be under an hour. I'm like, what the fuck? I will buy you a pause button. Like, I don't know what these yeah, people I don't, Yeah, pause it, pick it up. We'll yeah. take it all later, dude. I yeah. don't know I don't know what the fuck the problem is. Um, See, what we're really doing, Justin, is giving people two episodes for the price of one. I know. I know. What we should do is we need to get a hold of um, our sponsor, Big Adam, and um, get another – we haven't gotten any money from him yet, which means we'll have to get twice as much of zero from him for doing twice as much work for no money. But, um, yeah. All right. Well, uh what do we do here? Oh, yeah, this is a podcast where two who, two dudes who were told their brothers sit around, have a couple of adult beverages, uh, shout to the abyss about stuff that uh, grounds our gears, and um, as always, everything is made up and the points don't matter. Uh, the outline certainly doesn't matter. I am, I'm on my fourth beer. Shay's got a, uh, what looked like uh, some type of a clear liquor. Yeah, thought I couldn't soda. So, you know, keeping it simple. And, and also because I'm way, I was just way, just wasn't going to go to the liquor store. So I was like, all right, what do I have? I have hard seltzer and vodka. So it's hard seltzer. I guess so technically it's not vodka and soda. It's hard seltzer and vodka. So that's all right. That'll work. Yeah. You know, that's booze on my booze. I, uh, I mixed, uh, some vodka with one of those, like, um, uh, flavored seltzers, but it had caffeine mm-hmm. in it. And that was a bad idea. Ugh. Well, I mean, that's vile. I'll drink vodka and Red Bull all fucking night. So right, it's a good way to give yourself a panic attack. Nah. But, um, you just got to practice. Just got to practice. I don't know. Um, I'd like to tell everybody where we are on our uh, on our, our adult beverage intake, so they understand why we get a little bit silly at the end, and uh, how hard it is for us to land this 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 bird every now and then. Um, but uh, yeah. So now I'm drinking. Keep it between the mayonnaise and the mustard, Justin. Just straight through. And the problem is, I come over here drinking cans like a goddamn pilgrim because uh, I went to the kegger. I went to the kegger store. I, I guess technically it's the kegger store. I went to the uh, the liquor store on my way home, and um, I don't know if I ever told you this, but we buy all of our kegs from the same place here in Joliet. It's called Joe's uh, Liquor no, Beverage Warehouse. It's run by this really nice Armenian family, and um, they open up a new one like just down the road from where I work. So like when I, when I'm on my way home, I can just like literally just swing off into a parking lot and swap out a keg. So it's awesome. Uh, walk in there first time with my empty keg, go in there. It's one of the brothers of this family that works there. The guy literally looks at me and goes, Hey, Justin, why are you buying your stuff here? Why not in Joliet? So, uh, yeah, not only does this family know I want a keg of Miller light, they know I shopped at a different liquor store to get it. Um, that's how much I'm in a liquor store. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but I popped in there the other day and he was like, man, I'm sorry. I only have a half, uh, actually it would be a quarter barrel. Cause half barrel is what we consider, you know, what us uh, noobs consider a full keg. And he was like, so apologetic. I was like, man, I didn't call ahead or anything. I just showed up. He didn't have one. So I got the uh, quarter barrel and completely forgot I bought that. And when it popped last night, I was like, son of a bitch, how am I supposed to live like this? And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. It was only supposed to last two weeks. Yeah. Fuck. 
but yeah, yeah. just I've never bothered with the keg rider thing, man. I don't drink enough beer on the house to need it. It's if well, I'm home, I mean, it's typically cocktails. You know, I, I got it because we were when we're brewing beer, I can I can keg brew yeah for sure brew. yeah it's it's 100 like the best thing. When we were living in Lexington, um, if I had a dollar. Um, for every time somebody's like, yeah, let's, uh, let's go. Let's, you know, we were out at a bar. Somebody's like, let's go back to Woods' house. He's got a keg. I'm like, I'm like cool. That's true. Well, I don't like your, uh, I don't like your motivation here. <laughs> yeah. I like any your insistence that I'm cool with it. You yeah. know? Yeah. I actually only got one pissed one time when like, uh, like a friend of a friend was out with us. I'm like, yeah, let's go back to your all's place and play drinking games. He's like, yeah, cause you got the keg earlier. So we don't have to pay for beer. I'm like, some, some, somebody does. It's this guy. It's this guy, so that'll be $20, please. All you can drink beer. Ah, that's okay. I fucked him over on so many tabs at actual bars. It's okay. Kind of <laughs> like, like when we would play uh, Tab Roulette with... Uh, it's Well, first of all, it's Woods Roulette, Rules, not Tab okay. Roulette. Yeah. Woods Roulette, where both of us look very similar. We sound very similar. It's almost like we're related. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever the uh, nice bartender or waitress is like, Hey, which t- uh, you, know, you got a tab? And we just keep saying Woods. And halfway through the night, we realized one of us is going to get real fucked. <laughs> it was me. Last time it, yeah. it was me. Yep. Last yep. time it was you, yeah. Yeah. We played that game with somebody who, uh, you never met my friend Dana, but he looks nothing like me. I'm like six inches taller than he is. And uh, we were at a, at a fraternity function, and we just kept telling the bartender, she's like, yeah, do you got a tab? Yeah, Watts. And like the first couple of times, she looked at us funny, and we are just like, Watts. And after a while, she didn't give a shit. And so let that, that night, uh, Dana had like a $112 tab, and I think he had eight beers. <laughs> I love doing that to people. Yeah. Um, there, at my at my local uh, brewery, there's a uh, one of my buddies. Uh, he uh, got a job making pretty good money, so he likes he likes to talk about it a lot. Uh, when he first got it, and I was like, "All right, Daddy Warbucks, let's do this." And like, I it just became a game where like whenever I go in, I put like every other beer on his tab, <laughs> you know, just just for fun. And then eventually, uh, eventually, one of the uh, uh, bartenders was like, "Well, did he say you could do that?" And I was like, <laughs> "Well, I mean, that's really on you for not asking until I now." Mean, who really says anything when you yeah, get down I mean, to yeah. it? Yeah, you you can't own a tab, man. Yeah. It's like, no, that's actually exactly how it works. You can. So, well, it's, man, I'm, I'm, I'm not paying the ones that go on his. <laughs> oh man, and I've seen, I've seen like the flip side of that. Not like in. I mean, you know, he got me back, so it always oh, yeah. comes back around. Well, yeah. I, I think, uh, I think I sat Corey and I sat down once at, at a bar and tried to figure out who owed each other more money because, like, he was like, "Well, you owe me forty bucks." Like, "Well, you still owe me fifty from that time." Yeah. We went back and forth, and I think I owed him three dollars or some shit like yeah. that that we could come up with. So it all, it all, you know, it all shakes out in the end of. You're not both complete dicks, but um, speaking of complete dicks, the flip side of that is when somebody is a complete dick. Like uh, one of my roommates in college, um, uh, he uh, complete shit, um, complete shit, and he uh, started like like helping out or working part time at the union, and Herb let him uh, open a tab. And the union being a bar in our hometown, right? Union being the union bar and grill. It closed and, down, right? Uh, no, no, no. Well, I mean, it. I think it closed down for. COVID, I think uh, Herb wants to sell it. You know, I don't know. It's a big no, thing. But uh, we walk in and we're sitting around and we get wind of this and we're all like, Herb, that's a bad fucking idea. And he's like, why? It's like, because he owes money all over town. It was us money. It was, you know, everyone money. And um, he's like, no, nah, he's fine. It's, it'll be fine. Well, fast, fast forward a couple of weeks. We're sitting there, you know, 
having a beer. It's a happy hour. It's like 4.30, 5 o'clock. There's nobody in the bar. Herb walks up and says, like, hey, where's your buddy Alex? Fuck, I don't know. Well, he owes me a lot of money. That eh, sounds like a you problem, Herb. Tried to warn you. Apparently, he'd run up $1,000 or some bullshit on tab and just, like, walked away. God damn it. That's hysterical. Yeah. I mean, I know people that come into Huntington for just, like, twice a year, like, Thanksgiving and homecoming or something. Yeah. And they'll run up a, bar, a tab in, in a bar and just walk out. They're like, I'm not coming back for nine months. I'll give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah, bye. All right. Anyway, speaking of numbers and tabs, uh, numbers for the week, it is the 1,403rd day of the Trump administration. Uh, Shay, please rest easy. It has been 895 days since Donald Trump solved the North Korea situation. Um, Trump was impeached 341 days ago, acquitted 293 days, 91 days, I'm sorry. Uh, We've been in uh, 256 days of a global pandemic. There are 58 days left in the Trump administration. And we uh, currently, there are 73,826,657 of you out there that just can't fucking deal with that fact. Mm. We'll get to that a little later. But um, that number is going to change, clearly. But um, we'll talk about the Biden win and the Trump uh, woo fuckery here in a second. Um, Shay, uh, have you heard about this thing called COVID? Um, uh, no. Yeah. Well, no. it's a pandemic, okay. and currently we are uh, setting record paces. You know, USA, USA, USA. Uh, the COVID numbers just today, 12.78 million cases, 263,000 American deaths. Um, that's over 88 or 56.9 kilo Benghazis. And uh, we are, we're fucked. The seven-day case, uh, case average is 171,336. And um, the second peak that everybody was worried about, that was just 66,000 cases a day. What chaps my ass is that I keep seeing a lot of people talk about uh, how it's not a big deal because our mortality rates are real low. But our mortality rate is 2.1%. And if you have 171,000 cases, that's like, I don't know, 36,000 deaths here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, the th- yeah, and that's... Uh, I'm yeah, sorry, 3,600. And it's not, it's not yeah. like... You know, and I think the the thing that uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, the mortality rate of this thing isn't like fucking up to Ebola levels or some shit. Of course not. But the point is, is it's it, a lot of those deaths are very likely easily preventable. Oh yeah, if things have been done differently. So that's kind of that's where the real outrage comes from. But you know, it's also easy to say, ah, oh, it's not that big a deal if you don't know anybody who's died from it. <laughs> well, yeah, it, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, if a two point one percent. Motality. What I keep hearing, like I post these numbers because nobody's because okay, nobody's fucking talking about it anymore. Um, once once Donald Trump lost the presidency last Saturday, there was no. Oh no, that's all. The, that's, well, I mean, maybe not on social media, but that's fucking all NPR and CNN have been talking about. Right, CNN's got their scary death counter back up. Right. Well, because they because we're we're going like astronomically new cases, uh, seven day average, and like you know. The uh, your all caps uncle is going to be like, well, it's not that you know the uh, excuse me the um, mortality rates under one percent because our healthcare workers are really great at treating the virus now. You really need to calm the fuck down. Like, no, it's not under one percent. And I live with a nurse. Uh, we're basically just skating on thin ice right now because they're already at capacity. If this yeah. goes any farther, I think, we're, I think we're that's the thing fucked. people people don't understand is that like, yeah, okay, again, objectively. 
you can say the mortality rate is air quotes low but that's a whole different ball game for the capacity of our fucking hospital mm -hmm. and you know that's that's an entirely those are two different and, and that ties into how fucked our healthcare system is which ties back into hey if they had prepared for it better there would be you know fully staffed football stadiums all over the country that are just covid wards to hold 20,000 people or whatever and and you know but now there's going to be people going that can't get shit done in hospitals because the hospitals are at capacity you know now admitted some of that shit's going to be elective but not all of it yeah i mean or something's gonna get or or, or something's gonna get done not as well as it should have been done because the staff are so fucking overworked or you know there's a million different ways it can affect you other than just a, a piece of a, a piece of data on a, a paper about how many people die from it it's like right right fuck yourself. and and that, that's kind of the thing that always chaps my ass it's like i'll post these numbers because nobody seems to want to talk about it everybody wants uh everybody seems to feel that um you know, having a big family Thanksgiving is your constitutional right. And if we somehow don't celebrate the shit out of Christmas this year, ISIS wins. And I'm like, no. Uh, well, just the Democrats have been trying to kill Christmas for a decade. So. Well, we're not good or at it. generations, excuse me. Man. You we're know not that. good at it because, like, fucking 48 hours after Halloween, I get face fucked. <laughs> I know. Uh, I was like, man, yeah. like, everyone keeps talking about this war on Christmas, and I keep being like, send reinforcements, dude. Yeah. Jesus Christ, we're getting killed Keep here, having man. to fall back. It's going to be Christmas in July soon. <laughs> oh, Jesus I, Christ! I, Hold I, the line. I always, I always celebrate half Christmas. That's a, a stupid thing from that show Workaholics. You ever yeah, that? yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they get drunk on eggnog in the middle of July. <laughs> oh God, that makes yeah. me nauseous just thinking yeah. about it. But um, but no, yeah, like what you're saying is true because there are already reports of states that have resisted any type of mask mandate, social distancing. Um, any type of you know stay-at-home orders like Utah. Utah has has um, resisted all that except for the um, shit. What's that more Mormon Salt Lake City? The Salt Lake yeah. City area, like that metropolitan area, had put in a mask mandate and a stay-at-home order because they're not. I will just never understand. Uh, you know, I just I'm never gonna get the these fucking morons that are super against wearing a mask. Cause like, all right, let's be clear, like. Right now, uh, the arbitrary color wheel of the government puts my area in a code red, or it's red, so we're code red, um, which means like no indoor dining, only outdoor dining. Um, everything has to be closed down by 8 p.m. Right. Um, but, but so really, the mask thing is like I have to wear a mask from my car, not even technically then, from the door of any grocery store, I go any business I go into until I leave, and then like pretty much indoors is it and even before that all i had to do was wear it from the door to the restaurant to my table mm -hmm. and then i take it off and it's just like it normal it was always and then put it back on to go to the bathroom or somewhere i just i don't understand how it's that inconvenient like i just don't get it like anyone that talks to me about this is like well it infringes on my rights i'm like does it though yeah like I can still do all the same shit I did before. I just need to wear a mask. And to be frank, I just ordered uh, an iHeart Dairy mask. So nice. that's great. And yeah. then also a, uh, a mask that has the picture of uh, Macaulay Culkin with his hands on his face screaming. So that's what it looks like I'm doing from Home Alone. So, like, I don't see a downside, honestly. You're just accessorizing these, now. I'm just accessorizing. And a lot of these motherfuckers, I, I'm, like, I'm more conscious of it now because I'm paying attention to things that could – infect me so like who who look who's hacking up along and where right. to touch and who's gross and who's not and i know that if a person just looks nasty that doesn't necessarily mean they have covid but i like that nasty people have a mask on now there you, go. There <laughs> you know you what go. i mean like oh dude i can't see your meth teeth that's fantastic yeah 
Well, like the, in those in those places, like I was saying, the rural areas are have, you know, the rural areas don't have a lot of you know hospital beds and and critical care like that. So they're already sending um, the rural areas in Utah are sending them to the, the the more populated areas, the metropolitan areas, and so they're running out of bed space because you know they can't deal with this shit. So we're you know we're gonna get close to a saturation point again pretty soon. Um, I mean, Rachel's hospital's already got like 14 or 15 patients and they're split out across a couple of floors. Like they don't have any more COVID rooms in, anymore. They're just in regular rooms. So everybody's got to, you know, gown up and mask up every time we go in there. It's a big pain in the ass. But, um, no, it's just, it's just, it just fucking kills me when like you put these numbers out. There's no, there's no political slant to the actual numbers that happened that day. And I hear somebody go, well, you know, the mortality rates under 1%. So you should just really calm down. No, it's not. And deaths yeah. lag, yeah, and and the death, and they're like, there aren't that many people dying like you think there are. I was like, well, deaths lag new cases by about 16 to 22 days. So, you know, once you hit me up in about mid-December-ish, when we're maybe looking at 3,600 de- uh, deaths a day, that's a, that's a 9-11 every goddamn day. And I, I know how butthurt you guys were about that, you know. We took away a lot of civil liberties because of that shit. Nobody seems to get, care. That's always a fun context to put on it when people are being, a, being dicks about it. It's like, well, my civil liberties, I don't have to wear a mask. I'm like, well, a lot a lot less people died on 9-11, and they just started spying on everybody and saying yeah. your rights don't matter. So I don't I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dum-dum. That, yeah. I believe, that idea is doo-doo. Yeah. To put it scientifically, that shit is doo-doo. That's doo-doo. Uh, splish splash, your opinion is trash. Um... Yeah, so that, that woo fucker is not going away anytime soon. Um, all right, the other thing we need to talk about is, uh, Shay, I checked my notes, and I checked the calendar, and Biden has still won. Yep. Um, the fun part about a Biden, a Biden win in the 2020 election is that it def- it is, by definition, a Trump loss. Yeah. So that's also fun. Um, so uh, I have been fielding a lot of the... Uh, it was a red wave on the down ticket, so Biden doesn't have a mandate. Uh, it was a very close race, so Biden doesn't have a mandate. Um, I believe in the last podcast we said mandate these nuts. Yeah, mandate these nuts. I mean, only- and let's be clear, <clears throat> there is still a possibility that those runoffs in Georgia could flip to the Democrats. You know, it's not, you know, whatever, it could or not. And if that happens, then it's a whole different ballgame because Kamala Harris is a tiebreaker. Yeah, yeah, there would be a 50-50 vote in Senate, Kamala uh, Kamala Harris would be the tiebreaker. But as we sit here and talk right now, Shay, that is a Joe Biden, uh, 79,897,061 votes for Joe Biden, 73,826,944 votes for Donald Trump. That's a uh, popular vote margin of 600, I'm sorry, 6,070,117 votes. Um, Hillary Clinton only got 2.86 million vote difference. Uh, Joe Biden had an invert, completely inverted the 2016 uh, election as far as electoral, bleh, electoral college votes with 306 to three, uh, 232. Um, uh, Shay, do you remember how Donald Trump described his win in 2016? Uh, I believe it was a landslide. Yes. Um, I actually have three uh, quotes for you here. November 8th, 2017. Uh, no, that's a typo. That's a typo. I don't know why that's 2017. Um, congratulations to all the deplorables. 
and the millions of people who gave us a massive 304 over 227 electoral college landslide. I guess things hadn't been called. He's kind of an idiot. Uh, so that was there. Um, November 28th. Uh, CNN is so embarrassed by their total 100% her, uh, support of Hillary Clinton and yet her loss in a landslide. Uh, they don't know what to do themselves. And then uh, third tweet, in addition to winning the elect- Electoral College in a landslide, I won the po- popular vote if you deduct the millions of people who voted illegally. So anybody, you're muted. Uh, that's, well, I was supposed to be muted, Justin, because uh, I was coughing. I'm uh, trying not to let everyone hear the goop inside of my lungs fall out. But uh, the, uh, uh, the, I, I love going is, back. And, the goop is for the Patreon. That's, yeah, the goop's for the Patreon. Um, you got to pay extra for my goop. Uh, oh, I don't know I, uh, We're just going to leave it out there, though. Um, I, uh, I love going back and reading quotes from 2016 about the election from Donald Trump. Like, you know, and it's, it's, it's just fucking hysterical. And then you remember like, man, remember then when he launched his fraud commission to find out all those millions of people who voted illegally and then it didn't happen. So they shut it down. That's the same guy that's saying they voted illegally again. So I'm not sure what y'all expected to happen. So, well, and remember the guy that was in charge of the, um, Voter Illegality Committee, or whatever the hell they called it. Uh, Brian Kemp, he's the Secretary mm-hmm. of State of Georgia. Uh, right, no, I'm sorry, he was from Kansas. He was from Kansas, I'm sorry. Secretary of State of Georgia is another another asshole that Trump, that Trump said was going to do a great job there. And now that they have certified the election in Georgia, he says he he's is a mad bastard. about it. Yeah, he's a commie bastard. Yep. Um, so yeah, so, so don't let anybody tell you that you know, Biden's win was not a uh, decisive win because everybody said the same fucking thing about Trump's win in 2016, and he won by a small and he won by a smaller margin. Actually, I'm sorry, he lost the popular vote by a smaller margin, and just was able to pull out the um, the old electoral college win. Um, uh, our buddy Adam had a great point. Uh, really waiting to see for uh, Texas to go blue for all of these uh, Republicans to be like, maybe we should get rid of the electoral college because once once Texas Texas starts going blue like every other year. They're going to look at, you know, I don't know, the four or five million votes in California that they need elsewhere. Fucking pull out some shit in an elect without the electoral college. But man, we're not there yet. But as we are uh, sitting here, Shay, uh, Nevada, Arizona, Georgia, and Wisconsin, and uh, uh, Pennsylvania and Wisconsin have all some version of, of certified. Georgia and Michigan have already certified the win. Uh, Pennsylvania has already partially certified it. There's some counties that there's a deadline today and some counties were going to miss it. But I think the majority of the populated counties in Pennsylvania, like around Philadelphia and all that shit, they certified it. So it's really not going to be a big deal. Um, one of our, um, internet celebrities on Facebook, a man named, um, Ron Levins. He, uh, he told me to wait for it and, uh, I'm waiting and, uh, all I'm seeing is Trump. I mean, has he ever here. actually answered the question of what am I waiting for? Like, because well, I asked him, I was like, are they going to flip the election? He goes, probably not. I'm like, all right, then what am I waiting for? Oh, no. Yeah, you're exactly right. He, it's it's hyper, it's hyper hyperbolic bullshit uh, from two different directions, because in one in one hand, he will say, um, well, you guys didn't accept Trump's win. I was like, well, technically I did. I have never once called him not my but president. Uh, you know yeah. what? I'm going to take this moment to mention one of my friends actually pointed out, like, man, you sure do pick on that guy a lot that you got you just on Facebook. Uh, and and he's like, is that cool? And my response is that if anybody 
else wants to start a podcast to talk shit about me, I fully support that, and I want to. Wait, get what he you've said got. that we, we we make talk about him on the podcast or just in general on Facebook. Oh no, on the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's uh, fair. That's a fair point. Yeah, but um, hey, hey, uh, but we again, never, we never use his name, and also he's more than welcome to come on the podcast and uh, you know, debate us if you'd like to. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want um, to either. Uh, I, you know, but but it's just it's it, the point is is if anybody wants to start a podcast to talk shit about me. Please do, because I want to hear it. Uh, that's I, that's a beef I would like to start up, actually. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, um, but no, yeah, it's it's uh it's both um a lot of straw men that he's created that aren't there. Like he likes to tell me that you know I didn't accept Trump's win. I said you know not liking it and not accepting it are two different things. Like I accepted it the next day. I mean, I remember very clearly being depressed and drinking uh, Gatorade in the shower because I was hung over his balls and yeah. thinking this is gonna suck. You know, this is going to be real bad. And uh, I was not wrong. And, yeah. um, but yeah, I never once said he wasn't my president. I said a lot of other mean stuff about him personally, but yeah. The thing they miss is that people that, that take that tact, that argument, is that they point to the, you know, the, the women's march that happened on the 21st of, of January. And they're like, yeah, see, y'all protested the election. It's like, no, no, no. They, th- those, those people that marched globally. You know, it was in every major city in, in the planet, basically, against Donald Trump, the person, being a shit person to hold that office. Not the election. Not a single pers- fucking person, you know, marched against the election. Nobody was out the following Saturday. Like, wh- when, when was it called? It was called... I don't recall uh, anyone ever uh, going to the polling places and demanding they recount the votes. With Or rifles. any of that shit. With rifles, yeah. Like, that's... Yeah. That I, that false equivalency makes me so fucking mad when people bring that up. I'm like, oh, cool. Well, yeah, I guess. Well, and I and it's always easy. It's like, cool. Show me the footage then, because I'm guaranteed if it happened, it was on YouTube. Like, it's oh, I, still there. Like, I I love it whenever somebody accuses me of something like that. I was like, please post the comment where I said X, Y, or Z. Like, do it. I know I didn't fucking say it. I know you're not gonna be able to fucking find it. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing is like, the election was called. Shit, I'm, I'm stupid. Uh, what, 7th or 8th, whatever the Saturday is after the election? Uh, so mm-hmm. it's the 3rd. Yeah, the election was called Saturday the 7th. Um, and then following that that following day... Wow, which is only a day sooner than it was called in this election. And everyone said it took longer this time. I love that. What's that? Because wasn't, wasn't the election this year called... What didn't they, Wasn't it called for Biden on the 8th? Uh, About a week? I, I think it was. Say, I don't want to say it was Saturday or was it Sunday. It was. A, I'm pretty sure it was the. It was the eighth of November. Was when okay. it was called for Biden. Yeah, Saturday. You no, know, it would have been Saturday the seventh. Was when it was called. And okay. Yeah. Was, so Saturday when was 7th. Clinton's called? Was it called the same damn day? It was called the next morning. Because, oh, next morning. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Biden. Uh, Biden. I'm sorry. Donald Trump didn't win the election. Like they didn't call it until like four in the morning or something. Oh, okay. Uh, I was up very drunk and I watched it. And I went to bed, and um, Hillary Clinton. Uh, gave a concession speech. I, I don't know when she called Donald Trump and said, I concede. Um, I, I don't know that. I'm sure, I, mean, yeah, I don't know if she did, actually, off the top of my head. I do know that the next day at, like, 1130, she gave a concession speech. So, yeah. But, uh, so, so like, they're all butthurt about this, and, the, and they're just, yeah, they're making this false equivalency. That didn't happen. And now, now there's somehow, now there's somehow a, uh, so many hurdles to the fact to actually accept it. So now what, what Ron's waiting for is for all the states to certify the vote 
And then that's the other thing I have a little note here. And then December 14th, all the electors go to vote. You know, the electors in the Electoral College. But the Supreme Court decided in, in June or July of this year, I'll say it was June, um, that you can't have what's called a faithless elector. So back in 2016, there was a handful of electors for Hillary Clinton that their state went for Donald Trump, and they didn't want to vote for Donald Trump. So they said, under the First Amendment, my First Amendment, you know, under the First Amendment, I should get to vote for whoever I want to, no matter what my state did. Yeah, and the, Supreme, and the Supreme Court rightly said that's fucking nuts. Like, what are you yeah, talking the, you about? You don't get to decide who everyone no, voted for no, in your state. Right, that's right. not how this works. I mean, because if that was the case, then you would really wouldn't like if there was a close election, then you would say you would say fuck the recount. Then you would just lobby the shit out of the electors, like or bribe uh, you know bribe or blackmail the shit out of them. Like, what if you had a couple of electors that were like behind on their um, alimony payments or something? Like, fucking, there's that opens a world of shit. And um, the Supreme Court said, absolutely, that's fucking nonsense. You're not allowed to do that. You know, so once once the state certified, th- that's it. That's it. You know, so I'm just going to, I guess we'll just watch. I'll, I will, quote, unquote, wait for it or stay tuned. Um, and we'll wait for the states to get certified and Donald Trump will lose the election. Um, I mean, uh, didn't, didn't the GSA today officially say, like, let's start the transition? Like, this we is did. Thing? Well, yes, that's that's the last thing on my agenda that I want to talk about because that's so fucking – that's just fucking nonsense too. But one of the funniest things with our buddy Ron um, uh, DeLevins is that he – I said – because you asked him, like, what are we waiting for? I'm the one that said wait for it because I knew that all of these recounts and bullshit wouldn't flip any states. So it's like you, no. you're just you're just being a pretentious dick at this point. That's fine. I'm a pretentious dick a lot, but you know he was he was annoying me, and uh, so now he is taken to quoting me. Uh, somebody said wait for it, and I had to point out that it wasn't. I meant wait for it in that if we wait long enough, your dipshittery will become true. I meant wait for it like Wally Coyote waits for it when he fucked up and doesn't know it yet. Yeah. Like when Wally Coyote runs out over the cliff. And then he looks down. <laughs> right. That's what you're waiting for here, you know? Or when he uh, he sets up the catapult and he pulls the pin and instead of the rock flying, the catapult slings the other way and crushes him. That's the kind I, of shit I'm That's one of my favorite fucking gags. Yeah. I love that shit. Yeah. Um. God, the sound effects in that. We'll just, I, could, I could start giggling thinking about that right now, and we'd have to take a pause with the cause while mm-hmm. Got himself together, but all right. You, uh, you, um, basically transitioned to the the main thing I want to talk about tonight, and that is God. Uh, Donald Trump has hired a crack legal team, and they are killing it in the uh voter fight for Donald Trump's reelection. Um, I don't know how close you've been paying attention to this, Shay. But Rudy Giuliani is heading up Donald Trump's legal oh, team. Oh, he's crushing it. To uh, yeah, to uh, flip all of these uh, flip all. He's these working so hard, he's Trump. melting, literally melting on camera. Um, and uh, to date, Donald Trump and now this is actually a good point, and this is very technically correct on uh, Giuliani's part. Uh, Giuliani likes to say that they've only. Um, submitted or argued like five or six cases and i think he's right there i haven't counted i don't really give a shit but trump and his loyalists like people who support trump and people who are trump adjacent have filed over 36 lawsuits uh to have votes thrown out or it usually focuses on what votes can or can't be counted 
Um, so they want votes thrown out that are counted after a certain time or uh, voter uh, mail-in votes that are thrown out because they don't trust them. They think the signatures weren't checked or absentee ballot. Like, whatever. What they want to do is throw out votes. And basically they're not looking for a recount because I don't have the statistic in front of me, but somebody said that, like, on average, your, your margin of error is going to be, like, 450 votes. So, like, if it's below 400 votes, like, you probably have a shot at flipping it maybe. Like, there's a chance. But that means you've got to find basically a 1,000 errors, you know, in your favor, not in the other guy's favor, you know. So, so none of these were really going to flip. But out of the 36 so far, 20, 25 have been either denied or withdrawn. And when I say denied, like, they're laughed the fuck out of court. Yeah. A lot, so a lot of the of stuff court. I've read about has is, is been, like, and I'm sure there's – you know, news networks are putting spin on it, but there's there's all these stories about judges just being like, "Are you fucking serious right now?" Well, you don't even have to listen to the news reports. Like, if you read the uh, read the um the the judges' rulings, they're like, "Really?" There's I've read some of the affidavit complaints and reports of shit, and it's a lot of that shit is hysterical. Well, yeah, and that's the problem is a lot of these lawsuits are based on affidavits that the people have signed. Or statements uh, a lot. Okay, so which is, which talk- is eyewitness testimony. Well, which is notoriously inaccurate. Well, notoriously inaccurate, but also yes, yes, eyewitness testimony is completely dog shit because of the way we as humans work. But affidavit is a statement under oath, um, under the threat of perjury. Like you could get you know fined or time for it, but that's also like nobody does that. Like, nobody goes out and, and, and rounds up people who write up bullshit affidavits. What we've seen a lot of is people make statements on YouTube and or Twitter. That shit gets amplified all over social media and then the, the right-wing talking uh, talker sphere. And then when they're asked, hey, did you file anything? They say no. And the reason is because if that bull- you can say whatever the fuck you want on Twitter. But when you have to walk into a courtroom and tell a judge that under the threat of perjury, nobody really wants to do that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. wait, I can go to jail for this shit? Right. And uh, you were talking about the affidavits, and that that's the case. Like, one of the affidavits that uh, Giuliani um, mentioned in that uh, wonderful press conference where he was uh, sweating away his hair dye all day long. Oh, my God. Um, Did he, you see I, the I'll... clip of that where the, where the, the, from the official Trump uh, broadcast, like the official Trump YouTube, where the, the guys that work for the Trump campaign were hot mic They didn't know it. Yeah, so you could, talking you about could, it. You can clear him and go, what the fuck is that? Is that his hair dye? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so funny. They, do they know that's happening? Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, yeah, and during that, like, one of the main things that he was talking about was, like, he talked about this affidavit from from some from this woman and how she had seen all of this this, this miscounting uh, of votes and people show up late at night with, with what she saw, what she thought were ballots and all this shit. And even, yeah, I'm a physicist. I'm not a, I'm not a, a lawyer. My favorite one that I had heard about was the lady that said she saw people in a Biden-Harris van ripping up ballots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the, it, that's the, it. The, lo- the logic that they were going to park a van with the logo of the opposing campaign outside the polling place and in broad daylight fuck with ballots. Was, that was the first one I read, and I was like, I don't believe that. That's bullshit. No one actually said that. And then I read the affidavit. I was like, wow, she actually said she saw that. What in the fuck? Right. And, and then – the other affidavit that they brought up in that press conference was something about um, irregularities in voting, about people who are dead on the ballots voting, and if and actually the data that they, they were talking about, they were talking that this happened in Pennsylvania, but that was actually instances that happened in Wisconsin. So we're even in the wrong state. 
And then if you even use the, that their their logic to the state of Pennsylvania or Wisconsin, it didn't work out either either because nine times out of ten, if you tell somebody, hey, this guy voted and he's dead, it's because there might be another person whose name is, you know, Stephen J. Johnson in the entire fucking state of Wisconsin. You know, usually people just have the same name of a dead person. Yeah. And um, so, so all this stuff is happening. It's absolutely fucking hilarious. The point of all of it, I don't know if you remember this, Shay, but the point of all of it was not, so, so um, your all-caps uncle is going to tell you, it's like, why are you so afraid of counting every legal vote? Well, if you look at what Donald Trump and his campaign are trying to do, they don't want to count the legal votes. They don't want to protect a vote. They want to select a vote. They want to pick and choose whose vote gets counted. And, uh, you know, they want to do this shit in all the counties. And they basically want to um, tune out and throw out any votes that happen to be in a um, urban setting. Casey Boyne, do you hear about this Wayne County thing in, in uh, Michigan? Uh, I'm vaguely familiar with it. I know that didn't Michigan – yeah, they, they, I know Michigan certified their election board, certified it tonight. So it's so Trump lost – it's like he's losing states twice. It's amazing. It's like it, the Republicans have turned the election into some kind of fucked up version of Hanukkah. Instead of one night of loss, they've turned it into eight crazy nights. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh man, that Adam Sandler movie is so terrible. Um, but what yeah. they did, in, what they did in Michigan, this Wayne County, Michigan, which includes Detroit, is there were four. There's four people in in the re, the canvassing board. There's two yeah. Republicans and two Democrats. The Republicans said that there were too many inconsistencies to certify the vote, so they refused to certify the vote for Wayne County in uh, Michigan, which includes Detroit. Now, when when pressed on this, they um, uh, it's a man and a woman. I don't know their names. I don't really care. I don't want to like throw them on blast. You know, they, they they got their shit rolled over on Twitter and social media enough already, but um. Um, the the woman who's the chair, she said she'd be perfectly okay to certify certain parts of Wayne County, which happened to be outside of Detroit and were all white, basically. Hmm. But she would not certify the actual section that included Detroit. And everybody called her uh, um, and her her buddy just racist goobers, which I thought was hilarious. I always love it when you throw the word goober at somebody. And um, so after a while, they were like, "We'll find, we'll certify it." And the reason that everybody was like, you, you guys are being racist dicks is because the uh, discrepancies in the different sections of, of that county um, were three or less. So, like, if you looked at a vote and they said, well, there's a discrepancy here, it's three or less, usually because of, like, you know, um, user error, people signed the wrong thing. You know, yeah. People, we're human, we fuck up. The county next to it, which was predominantly white, they said it was totally okay, but it had twice as many errors. So everybody was just railing on them for being, you know, partisan hacks. And so they finally certified it. Then Donald Trump called them after they certified it. And then they asked if they could, re, re, uh, you know, um, recant their certification vote. And Jesus the Secretary of State Christ. was like, that's not how this works, you, you dicks. It's like, yeah. you're done. Nah, you're done. we can't do that. Yeah. So, like, that's the kind of shit that's happening. So Donald Trump doesn't want to protect your vote. He wants to select the vote. And we did that back in the day. Uh, it was called Jim Crow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's not go down that aisle. Um, so, or oh, else place here. Da, 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 da. Yeah, just wants to throw a bunch of uh, bullshit out. Um, <laughs> I saw a really funny tweet. It was like the Donald Trump campaign strategy is to speed up the vote in North Carolina, stop the vote in Arizona, Arizona and Pennsylvania, count backwards in Michigan and Nevada. You know, that's how they want to do this on, on election night. But um, um, so over and over again, they claim widespread voter fraud. They've got 
absolutely fucking nothing um, to prove it. Um, but I want to ask you a question, Shay. Have you heard of Dominion voting systems? Um, I know it's the it's the uh, they manufacture uh, it's either voting software or voting machines or something, something like that. It's and it's it's software. And man, that is just the most ominous name you could have <laughs> for like, oh, who do you work for? Dominion. Holy shit, they've got to be up to some shady shit. What do they take care of? Your vote. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, Dominion Voting uh, Systems has gotten really shit on lately, and um, I want I want to read you a tweet. Uh, a tweet. I want to read you a tweet. We should rename on tweets, by the way. Um, I want to read. I want to read you a tweet, and just be 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 very aware. This is the sitting president of the United States who tweeted this in all caps. This is in I, all. Caps. I, I got. I want to throw this out there. I love that our president. It doesn't matter what you say. You look like a crazy person when you tweet in caps like that. Yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. just like a generational break. Like we've had to tell our dad, hey, dad, don't text us in caps. It's weird. It's like you're yelling at us. And he's like, oh, yeah, OK, cool. Um, he just thought it was easier to read. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, then, well, then we then you showed him how to up the text size on his phone. And it was like you split the atom right there in front of him. But anyway. Right. So here's here's the tweet. Report. Dominion deleted 2.7 million Trump votes nationwide. Data analysis finds 221,000 Pennsylvania votes switched from President Trump to Biden. 941,000 Trump votes deleted. States using Dominion voting systems switched 435,000 votes from Trump to Biden. That was in all caps from the sitting president of the United States. That's insane. Well, I mean, that's that's a pretty heavy accusation to level, and I assume he's got lots of proof, right? Uh, he has none. Ah, okay. Um, that's this this story about Dominion voting, and you'll love this shit, Shay. This story from Dominion voting, and uh, a little shout out to one of my favorite podcasts, uh, QAnon Anonymous. Uh, those guys do a great job of keeping track of what the QAnon movement is doing, and uh, kind of where that glacial shift is going, and all that crazy. Um, but a lot of this shit boils up from there. Uh, Sydney Powell, the other, uh, the, the female lawyer at that same press conference where Julie, Julie, uh, Juliana was slowly melting. She's big in a QAnon. She's a QAnon lawyer. So that's, 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 that, that kind of gauges where Trump's uh, legal team is like, you know, what, what caliber we're talking about here. But, um, okay. So the story for this whole Dominion voting system thing that came from, uh, the Donald dot win, which is where everybody. Oh, went. from the Don. I know the Donald dot win. Yeah. So the Don- <laughs> that the- is that. Oh, that is. Whoo, so Shay, tell everybody where crazy. the Donald dot win came from. Uh, the Donald dot win was originally uh, the subreddit uh, the Donald, uh, which was quarantined and then subsequently banned, um, alongside the uh, fuck. What was the other one? The Chapo's Trap House subreddit suffered the same fate because there was a lot of advocating for violence um on both subreddits but i think the thing that got the donald uh are the donald the reddit on the radar was it was full of some super racist bullshit yeah and, like it just kept getting flagged by other users and uh uh and so they banned it and then all those guys mitigated over to the donald dot win which is not reddit um but looks a lot like Reddit, and it's only for Donald Trump. And I, I check that every couple of days. Anytime there's some, because right now, uh, if you check the Donald dot win, they're saying that him telling the GSA to uh, certify the election and all that moving forward is just part of the 40 chess. And like these are the same guys that in three three years into the Biden presidency, they're going to be like Trump has them just where he wants them. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, these are the guys that, like, after Trump is long dead and, like, Biden is long dead, they're going to be like, we're about to crack this shit. Like, yeah. This is about to break wide open. This is about to break wide open. You're going to find out this is – Donald Trump is pulling an Andy Coffin, man. He is still alive. Like, let's, that's – you know, that these guys – yeah, the Donald.win is fucking crazy. Well, like, you say that, and – I have to imagine. But, I have not been to the Donald Dot Win. Oh, but, you should check it out. It's it's a real good way to get your blood pressure up. And I, I, I bet uh, a lot of what you see on there is fucking is fucking uh, troll bots from other countries too. Oh, that's yeah. Because yeah, there's there's yeah, no yeah. way they can manage it like uh, the like because you know people love Reddit. I love Reddit, but it's a huge company, and they may, they try to keep a tight hold on that shit to a lesser success. But I, I imagine a lot of what's on the Donald Dot Win is just like Russian troll farms at this point. <laughs> Well, I mean, this is this is not a this is not an unseen formula, right? I mean, all of the soft Nazis that get kicked off of YouTube and and uh, Twitter went to Gab. Um, oh God, something. I, I I'm gonna say Gorka. That's wrong. I'm thinking Sebastian Gorka. He does not have anything to do with Gab. I'm sure he's on Gab, but uh, he has nothing to do with it. Um, Andrew Torba. Andrew Torba is the guy who started Gab to be a complete free speech, you know, complete free speech uh, platform for everybody who was kicked off. You know. Uh, Twitter and YouTube for being too, you know, fucking real. Yeah. Um, and what they found out was like, not only do all the soft Nazis land there, but then the real hard ones land there too. And um, so, like, you're like, oh, cool. So on Gab, I can express my opinions without being called a, you know, a, a fucking a Nazi and not being actually fact checked for anything. And then, like, you know, fast forward two days, and like, holy shit, this would make Hitler blush. Yeah. And uh, so those people then bounce to uh, parlors now where they are. So they're 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 a parlor. They're like, what is it, MeWe, and some other dumb shit. Telegram was was big for a couple minutes, but you know, but yeah, everybody who gets kicked off this shit goes to a, a lesser a lesser well regulated shit, and then they find out that oh my god, Facebook really did keep out the goddamn, you know, uh, just you know, white supremacists that want to exterminate everybody that that is a shade darker than they are, and God, I miss you know those protocols, those you know terms of service agreements that kept everything civil at least somewhat, right? Yeah. And so they go to these like free speech platforms, and they're just like, oh holy shit! So I have no clue what what is on uh, the Donald Dot Win, but I I can ballpark it, and it's not good. But that's also what like there has to be a big crossover with the QAnon people because the QAnon people. Um, Alex Jones and his his dumb shittery has, has really he's trying to have his cake and eat it too. He likes to call QAnon uh, dumb and stupid because it's all play acting and they don't go out and like they don't go out and bullhorn people like he does, which just means he yells at a building and nobody gives a shit. Um, but like he says that like I'm taking action and they're not. Well, but he has on his show all the people that support QAnon, so he's just like ha- like co opting the ideas without was saying while saying they're dumb and the QAnon people are, are completely saying what you just said, that Donald Trump, that it had to be this way, yeah, that like this Donald Trump this. had to let the Democrats commit the voter fraud so he could catch them in the act and then reign supreme as our God emperor forever. Yeah. You know, pretty much. It just had to be that. So that's, that shit's fun. But that story about dominion voting starting, you know, this is, this is, this is, this is why I pay attention to right wing media. Everybody says I'm like obsessed or whatever, and I don't really give a shit. Like, I don't know how. Like, they say it's corrupting me. I don't know how I can be as fucking liberal as I am and, and listen to Alex Jones all the time. Like, he's a clown. If you're converted by that clown, then you, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. You should you should wear a helmet and be taken care of. It's not good. Um, 
But, uh, so that story started on the Donald. I'm sorry, the Donald.win. It then went to Gateway Pundit. Then it was a, uh, a full-length story on OAN. And then Trump tweeted it out. And that's how everybody knows about it. Yeah. Oh, man. OAN's fucking crazy. Well, now everybody's saying fuck Fox News because they called the election for Biden. And I know. Because Fox News gotta, is too liberal. Fox News is too liberal, so you got to go to OAN and Newsmax. Newsmax man, Newsmax in, looks like a high school news program. Newsmax back in the day said shit like, uh, was saying shit that, um, oh God, what was it? Um, Barack Obama was gay and had married a man and they had the other, the, this man killed so that he could run for Senate and that Michelle Obama is a, secretly a man and that's why. Like, oh Alex shit. Jones, is that where the Michelle Obama is a man that shit yes, came from? That's that <laughs> Newsmax. I, I thought Newsmax was fairly recent, but I, Newsmax as a brand has been around since like 97, 98, something shit like that. So this is yeah, not their... The, the whole Michelle Obama is a, a, a training thing came from um, Newsmax and Newsmax and it's like A and something. Uh, it'll come to me in a minute. It's another it's another Newsmaxy type bullshit website. Yeah. World Net Daily. World Net Daily was the other one. But yeah, no, it's just this really deep-seated homophobic trans shit. It's really, really weird. It's really weird. Uh, Alex Jones is all about it. He loves to talk about it. He just like he, I, I, I think he kind of, kind of might be into, uh, you know, tranny porn mm-hmm. because he just <coughs> does not does just like he starts talking about it and gets all like surly. I'm like, stop, just stop. It's supposed to be a family show. Yeah, this is a family show. Come on now, tell me show. about your nutraceuticals. Yeah, seriously. Um, so the story that started on the Donald Dot Win, I just want to point out that the guy that posted that also posted a story that said, "If Biden wins, goodbye, white people." So that's just kind of where he's coming from. What does that even mean? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I remember seeing a policy statement on the Biden website that said, "If I win, I will kill all white people." But oh, okay. oh, well, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. he, he made the promise; he's got to stick to it. So, right. So it goes without saying that all of this is complete horseshit. But what doesn't go without what really hasn't gotten a lot of press? Like there was a couple blurbs a couple weeks ago, but. Um, I want to say two or three, like a week after the election, Donald Trump started a super PAC called Save America PAC. Now, it's run by some Republican in, I want to say, um, Missouri. But um, it's a Donald Trump super PAC. He's in control. Because, like, if you don't control your super PACs. Like, you have some other, you have some other um, yeah. stews you run it. Um, so, I don't know. You have never signed up for a Trump mailing list, right? No, I'm not dumb enough to do that. Well, I signed up for a couple of tickets for that Tulsa rally, yeah. that one that they only had like six people, six thousand people show up in a thirty thousand rally um, arena. I like to take a little bit of credit for that, but I am now on the mailing list, and you just get emails from the Trump campaign that say Trump, 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 Trump in all caps. That's that's the title. That's the that's that's the subject line of the email, and then it tells you to donate so that you can help Trump in his reelection fight. Now, if you go to that donation website um there's a lot of photoshop pictures of donald trump looking very 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 manly very sexy but if you actually read the fine print it says that any donations under eight thousand dollars um 60 of that goes to the save america super PAC and 40 percent of it goes to the RNC to pay down their debts from the 2020 election. 
So unless you donate more than $8,000, all of that money goes to the RNC and Donald Trump. Not a penny of it will be spent on any recounts or any type of legal action like that. So grifters got a grift, right? Uh, I hadn't, I'd heard, I had heard that his fundraising emails, if you read the fine print, said he could use it for campaign debt, but I didn't know it was that shady. So, like, that's insane. I mean, it's spelled out right there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, the title of this episode is probably going to be something like The Fall of the Orange King, because Rachel and I watched uh, True Detective when we loved that first season. Um, that's a callback to the Yellow King that's depicted there. Um, but he's fucking up his one out here and his out is to be the kingmaker for the Republican party for the rest of his life. I mean, he has this MAGA base and they love him to, to death. There's nothing you and I or anybody's going to do, can do about that. Um, they're throwing him. I tried to look it up. I can't find out how much he's got in that pack yet, but like, um, I'm sure they're throwing money at him hand over fist to help him, uh, win back this election that Joe Biden stole. So, you know, if he just if he would just you know play by the rules and you know concede, and you know he can still just call Biden a pedophile on Twitter for the another fifty nine days or whatever. I was going to say, done, yeah. Have yeah, you seen any of this stuff about how a lot of this what you're talking about now uh, is uh, there? There are some conservative. Uh, what's the word? Not pundit strategist. Is that the word? Like. The, the guys that are thinking about how to win elections um, worried about he's blowing up the GOP in Georgia, too, because, like, there's MAGA loyalists telling people they shouldn't turn out to vote for the runoffs and shit like that. Yeah, there's there's a um... I don't know how much of an effect that's actually going to have on a, on a runoff election, but I guess considering how close the, the vote was for president, it may not need to have much more than a half a percent or a percent of a, a change in who shows up. Right. Um so yeah, there's there's so many variables that are going to go into the Georgia runoff elections. Um, one, the Republican candidates did get a lot more votes, did get more votes than the Democratic candidates in, did. But then it's a it's what's called a jungle primary, and that like everybody runs, and you just pick like the top two, yeah, and they yeah. go against each other or whatever. Um, so the the vote spreads real weird. Uh, Democrats don't do well in runoff elections because they're yeah, there's not they you don't like the the Republicans tend to come back out for their their people, but like you said, there is a very vocal campaign. I guess you would call it. I don't think it's even that organized on Parlor to say that you know the the fact that the Republican governor and the Republican Republican Secretary of State of Georgia have certified that election for Biden. They see that as a uh, complete betrayal of Donald Trump and their vote. And um, there's a video on YouTube of some guy at the um, Republic, uh, the shit, uh, the Capitol, you know, Atlanta, outside of the state house, like you know, speaking into a megaphone, talking about how uh, is it Kemp? I, I I think I'm confusing the the Georgia legislatures with the Kansas. I can't state, keep but, all the people straight. Right. And, yeah, but... But the the Georgia governor and the Georgia secretary of state, I might have fucked up their names earlier. I'm sorry if I did. Uh, John Matty, I'm sure you're checking this. You'll, you'll, you'll correct me later. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, they, they see that as a direct um, 
betrayal, and they've also called out other uh, Republican um, senators and congressmen like uh, Mitt Romney, who've already said, like, congratulations to Joe Biden, and, like, have expressed that, you know, we need to move on with the um, transition. They've called them out-and-out traitors. And so, like, will that affect anything? I don't know. But these 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 people are the crazy people that showed up. Um, I uh, we didn't we didn't talk about it, but Infowars did a caravan from Austin to D.C. for the Million MAGA March. Now, they say that there were over a million people there. That's absolutely not true at all. Um, and they went through Georgia. So when they, I don't know, it's just all this dumb shit. Like they show up at these, these state houses on Saturdays and they just bullhorn a empty building and they go like, see, we did it. There you go. You take that. But like they call for a new session of uh, um, the Georgia state legislature to have a new vote or something like that's not happening. Y'all are just a bunch of dicks out in a parking lot with a megaphone yelling. And, uh, all the Nazis that, uh, Nick Fuentes went with, uh, um, Alex Jones. If you guys are not, uh, familiar with Nick Fuentes, there's several po- Oh shit! Uh, I think Behind the Bastards did one on him, and I know Knowledge Fight has. Um, he's a 22 year old fucking Nazi. Like he just says we should get everybody that's not white out of the country. Um, I would like to remind him his last name is Fuentes. <laughs> but, um, that's the best. He doesn't seem to like to engage on that topic, but um, but no, he's an outright fucking Nazi. He's the leader of what they call the Groypers. He's 22 fucking years old. He's charismatic as shit. He knows how to handle a microphone and a host. He he handles Alex Jones with uh, the softest kid gloves. It's fucking hilarious. Every time Alex Jones throws it to uh, Nick Fuentes, he's like, "Oh God, Alex, it's so great to be here on on the show with you. You've let you've paved the way for all of it. I mean, it's it's flattery, flattery, flattery. And then he says his shit, and um, his shit is we should get rid of everybody that's not as white as I am. And, uh, he, I mean, he, no bones about it. His job is to attack what we would consider conservatives from the right and call them pussies for not being outright Nazis. It's insane. He's 22? Yeah, he's like 22. He's young. He's really good at what he does. He's just a fucking Nazi. Yeah. That's just always crazy when someone young is... That young is... You know, they caught him. Like, there's nothing more yeah. sad than a young, a young like Nazi or even just a young conservative. It's like, man, you got to let the world crush your soul before you get to that point. Before, like, but you're starting off there. God. Yeah, he's he's a complete opportunist. Um, yeah, like he knows what he's doing. He was at C. He shows up at CPAC a lot, and um, one of the funniest fucking things ever was Alex Jones and um, all, all of his dipshit affiliates. They did um, most ban, uh, the, like most ban ever conference or whatever at CPAC because none of them got invited to fucking CPAC because they're all fucking lunatics and Nazis. So they did their separate event, and Alex Jones uh, paid for an open bar at it and got so goddamn drunk he couldn't give his keynote speech. But um, Nick Fuentes showed up with the Groypers, and their job is to attack everybody from the right. So. Alex Jones couldn't have given a speech because they would have asked him, asked him questions he couldn't answer. Yeah. You know, but Nick Fuentes will go to like the last time I was at CPAC. Um, oh, uh, shit. I want to say it was the uh, QAnon Anonymous guys, and then we'll, we'll move on. But I, I just hate this kid. He's such a dick. But one of the QAnon Anonymous guys was um, talking to him, and when he didn't think the mic was on, he said, Yeah, there's just too many Jews here. And then, <laughs> wow. And, wow. And then, 
And then they like turned the light on onto the camera. So like then he thought the mic was on. He goes, well, I just see a lot of Israeli bracelets. And I don't know if I like that or not. And they're like, that's not what you said two seconds ago. What you did know? they call him out on it, or, or what? Did, was oh it yeah, yeah, he oh, denied okay. it, and they're like, you know, it's it's, it's like just... really because we've got that on tape, bro. Yeah, see this thing on my shoulder? It's not a stethoscope; it's a camera. It records sound and audio, or and video. Features here, baby. <clears throat> no. But okay, so we yeah we you know the, the, we have digressed. Uh, that's what what's going on. Um, uh, Shay, did you see where the uh, Department of Homeland Security? Uh, oh, there's Ripley. What's going on? Um, Department of Homeland Security uh, official, cybersecurity official, said that we had the most secure uh, election on November 3rd um, in the history of America. Yeah, and then Trump fired him. Yeah, Donald Trump uh, promptly can't, uh, shit-canned his ass, and uh, Donald Trump's statement is hilarious. I would like to read it to you. Uh, please do. Uh, yes. Oh, it was done in tweets, of course, right? Oh, well, yeah. that's how we run this government. So on a um, – oh, what was the date of this? November 17th tweet, Donald Trump says, recent statement by Chris uh, Chris Krebs, who's the official from DHS, uh, on the security of 2020 election was highly inaccurate in, in that there were massive in, improprieties and fraud, including dead people voting, poll watchers not allowed to um, not allowed into polling locations, glitches in the voting machines, which changed votes from uh, Trump to Biden, late voting, many more. Therefore, effectively, immediately, Chris Krebs has been terminated as director of the cybersecurity uh, infrastructure uh, security agency of, of the, the Department of Homeland Security. That's not in the tweet, but that's where it works. So that's what happened. Uh, the guy whose job was to keep your election safe said your election was safe and got chickened. Uh, is that a position you run for, or was he appointed by Trump? How do you get that job? He was. He was. Uh, he was appointed to that. That's okay. not a. That's a. That's a. That's a point. Appointed position. Yeah, I guess it would be. But I mean, is that one of those things where he was there before Trump, or did it, like? I guess my question is, Is are Trump's people saying it's a secure election and then Trump is firing them for it? <laughs> I don't know enough about that guy to know when he was appointed. He probably was a holdover from the Obama administration. That's why Trump hates him so much. Yeah. Um, there's uh, talk recently about, uh, about Trump. Um, everybody can't see this, but Shay is trying to scoot a... I got up to make a beverage because my headphones yeah. are wireless so I can continue the conversation. Um, so you... You all may have gotten the full context of hearing me make a drink, but uh, and then my dog has stolen my seat on the couch and just won't get up. She gives zero fucks. Yeah, Jesus Christ, dude, this is a, this is this is this is radio. You can't just do this shit. What are we doing? Get yeah. the fuck out of my way. Yeah, um, but no, I I'm not I'm not sure um, who appointed uh, Chris uh, Krebs. I'm I have to guess it was an Obama administration appointment. But one of the things that has been reported lately is Trump is embedding uh, loyalists in positions that are not, uh, you know, Senate appointment positions. So he takes a person who is, you know, uh, a pro-Trump Trumper and he sticks them in a position that does not need Senate um, confirmation. And then that also protects them as a civil service employee. It's like so when uh, Biden comes in, he just can't shit can them. Yeah. So that process is known as embedding. So the, there's there's a lot of that going on, but yeah, I don't know about Kreb, but he basically said, "Hey, listen, this this election was completely okay. Everybody needs to shut the fuck up." And Trump said, "You're fired." Yeah. So that's what happened there. Excuse me. 
Um, Sydney Powell, the woman I talked about earlier, she's a lawyer for um, General Flynn. Uh, she's big queuing on. Uh, um, she's big queuing on supporter. She was cut loose today because apparently she was never Donald Trump's lawyer. Oh. Although she went to all of the press conferences and spoke on his behalf. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, isn't that how that works? Yeah, I don't know. That's fucking stupid. Um, and okay, finally, you already mentioned this, but just before we were getting ready to record the podcast today. Um, one of the things that Trump has uh, stopped doing, I don't know if that, okay, I don't have any reporting to say that Trump told this lady not to do this, but the General Service Administration, um, uh, administration, I guess director, Emily yeah. Murphy, her job is to ascertain the um, outcome of the election, and once it is ascertained, basically she writes a letter saying, everybody has said that candidate A has won over candidate B, and now candidate A will have... Um, access to all of the there's like I think 7.5 million dollars that's allotted to uh, pay for the transition, um, you know, meetings, you know, infrastructure, all that, and then the uh, the new incoming president will then have access to classified information like he should have, and they'll be able to build and construct a transition team to take over the federal government um, on January 20th, uh, 2021. Um, this woman, uh, Emily Murphy, is a Trump appointee. She has, since the election has been called, uh, refused to ascertain the election. Uh, just just like this evening, uh, Monday the 23rd, she has decided that she will ascertain that Biden has won after a public tweet by Donald Trump saying, and I quote this, this asshole... Ah, I want to thank Emily Murphy at GSA for her steadfast dedication and loyalty to our country. She has been harassed, threatened, and abused, and I do not want to see her want to see this happen to her, her family, or employees of the GSA. Uh, our case strongly continues. That's not how that works. Our case strongly continues. Comma. We will keep up the good fight. I believe that we will prevail. Nevertheless, in the best interest of our country, I am. There is weird capitalization through all this tweet. I just want to say that. I can't spell for ship. This is not capitalized correctly. Um, in the best interest of our country, I am recommending that Emily and her team do what is need to be done to, uh, with regard to initial protocols and have told my team to do the same. So that's Donald Trump basically conceding the election because he's allowing... The GSA to begin the formal transition team protocols. Just, you know, what, 12 days after the fact, right? Yeah. God damn it. So there you go. Uh, Donald Trump lost. He said it. Just took him, uh, you know, about 6 million votes to figure that out. Yeah, I can't wait to see what he does. After he's not president anymore. I wonder how long his Twitter will be active and before it gets banned. Well, that's the thing. There is a lot of uh, woo fuckery that's out there waiting for him. I'm not really... Let me... I, ooh, okay, I can't do that. Hold on. I'm trying to do too many things at once with too many windows open. Um, actually, I think I have this in a message. But... There is... The Southern District of New York is just waiting... Yeah, yeah, they're just like, isn't it like as soon as he's not president, they're like, hey, here's your subpoena, bro, show up to court. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the Southern District of New York has like 21 
uh, or so uh, indictments ready for Donald Trump. Recently today, or I don't want to say today, this week, though, there's been some reporting that um, oh, what's her name? Ivanka Trump has been the the investigations into Donald Trump's taxes and, and, and whatnot, where he was paying everybody consulting fees that were, you know, quote, that were already working for the company, you know, kind of a double dipping scheme. You know, I'm not a tax lawyer, but it's what, I guess, what it you know, boils down to. Um, that uh, investigation was then recently uh, expanded to include Ivanka and everybody's like, ha ha ha. And she was like, listen, all of you people that are laughing at me about this are just rude. And da, da, da. she's like, this is harassment. It's like, you know, you're being investigated for fucking fraud, tax fraud, and banking fraud, and probably real estate fraud. Um, I'm trying to see, I don't see the number, but no, apparently there's like third, there's like over a dozen um, indictments are just waiting. Here we go. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I just found it. Uh, New York Attorney General uh, Letitia James has 67 indictments on Trump ready to be uh, unsealed on January 21st, 2021. How many? 67. Six. Okay, so 67 indictments on Trump specifically? Yeah. On... Well, that could, that could be Trump and his, his businesses and his family. Oh, man. Yeah. And, and, and w- w- when are they... Sorry. I guess repeat what you just told me because it came out. I just didn't didn't okay. really grasp it. New York New York Attorney General Letitia James okay. has sixty seven indictments ready to unseal on Donald Trump because on noon of January twenty first. Oh, I guess she just said January twenty first. Donald Trump stopped being stops being president January the noon January twentieth twenty twenty one. Okay, so she says on 20, the next day she's going to unseal sixty seven indictments on Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Now, that's amazing. I have to, yeah, I have to assume that that means like Trump, his businesses, and his kids. Yeah, now, that's, I have yeah. To, I, I have to read the comment to this tweet, and it says Biden should tell her to stand back and stand by. Oh, that's so fucking fun. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. So I mean, no, really, I think we'll see uh, him booted off Twitter at some point because he doesn't hold those protections that he would. Um, he'll get indicted. And, you know. I don't, and, and let's be clear here. Uh, uh, he'll probably, he's never, like, anyone that thinks he's going to go to prison is just insane. Um, no. That's never going to happen uh, for two reasons. One, you, they're not going to arrest, I mean, unless it's something super crazy, they're not going to arrest a sitting president because no one's going to ever want to run for president again. Uh, he won't be sitting at the time. Yeah, well, or excuse me, they won't arrest a former president because, right. that, I mean, they just won't. And then also, he's not going to live long enough to go through court. <laughs> to his, I really don't think he'll be alive. He'll live another five to seven years, and he'll spend all that time in court, and then he'll just die. Well, I... Or maybe I mean, he'll live till to be 120 because, I mean, evil's a powerful drug, you know? Well, I mean, I mean the, the emperor came back, That's right? true, that's true. Um, <laughs> uh... But um, no, like I, no, I I agree with you. I really do. Oh, Jim's doing big stretches. Yeah. Um, I I agree with you in that I don't think Donald Trump will ever see the inside of a jail cell because the 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 crimes he's going to be um, charged with are white collar crimes, and those are generally just like you pay you know because I mean let's all be honest like Donald Trump's not worth the ten billion he says he is, but he's worth about four and a half billion. Oh yeah, know? he's going to pay a bunch of fines and fees, and and he's going right. to spend a lot I mean, of time so, in court. Right, so you know, I mean, and and I think what you're saying is right. He will spend so much time in court. Like I think we talked no, about kids this may have other problems. <laughs> yes, that that could be a lot. Like if they're 
I understand their desperation for the 2020 election to have gone their way more than I understand Donald Trump's because, yes, they will be under fire for a lot more decades than Donald Trump will be under. And, I mean, yeah, like, I think we already talked about this. Like, I, you know, I'm glad that the Secret Service will protect Trump for the rest of his life because, you know, I don't want him or his family hurt in any way because that's not the kind of, you know, reckoning that, that the country or the Trumps deserve. Um, they committed a bunch of fucking white-collar crime and should be fined into oblivion. But, like like we were saying, Trump has, you know, three and a half, four and a half billion dollars somewhere. Like, I mean, he has properties he can sell off. He has assets he can liquidate. Like, if he really has to pay out, pay through the nose for the fines to keep his ass out of jail, he will, you know. And that's after he spends, you know, decades in court, you know, pushing all... I mean, just look what we did for... Um, Look at what we've done in court so far, like like with his taxes and all of the fucking impeachment shit. He just kept kicking that back, right? So they'll do that forever. It's not that's not it's not fucking you know genius lawyer tactic to be like, oh, let's just kick this down the road two yeah. years and see if see if the judge dies and we don't have to fuck with this or you know. But no, I I I agree that I I I will enjoy seeing Donald Trump sued constantly. And just like ubiquitously for the rest of his life, just yeah, like, just as like a thing. I mean, but let's be clear life. here, that's not really new for him. No, no like he's he been he, 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 that's, he's a dick. Yeah, well, and the, and the other thing too is is like he's actually, and I, and I think we've even talked about this. Like uh, a lot of his public, the way he acts in public is is I honestly to this day still believe it's an act, it's a persona that he puts on. Because if you listen to or watch his depositions, it's a di- he's different. Oh yeah, like he yeah. knows the game, he knows what he's doing. Um, you know, he's gonna now he's just gonna go right into the same mode of defending himself and dodging shit legally, and he's gonna fucking, you know, and I don't say like I'm not saying he's going to die as a mean thing. The fact is, he's 77 and he's a heavier dude. Like he's not gonna live to be 95. 74. 74. Okay, 74. Or so oh, I'm thinking yeah. of how old Joe Biden will be when he takes office. He'll be 77. Joe Biden just turned 78. 78. God, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. so we talked about that. There's there everyone's is, so there's, old. Well, yeah, there's the, but there's more of a difference between you and I in age, and we're five years apart, than there is uh, yeah. Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, but I mean that's just what I'm saying. Like you know, matter of fact, like he'd like I mean, that. They're old. He's, yeah, he's fucking old, and uh, I, I don't know if this kind of stuff would really stress him out. Like honestly, because it's it's his element. Well, and and you're right. Like this wouldn't be a new thing for him because. And you know, I'll say this. I will Excuse say me. this. At the end of his first term, Obama looked noticeably older trump looks exactly the same because i don't believe he gives a fuck i i would agree he's I a little heavier know. maybe but he does because like during the like that's you, what i was gonna you say you could see in the debates when obama debated on his second run like he looked older he looked stressed yeah um yeah. trump doesn't really look any different which means i don't think he gives a shit like it doesn't bother like i doubt he loses sleep at night over the security of the country let's put it that way not at all no not at all, <laughs> no, not, I mean, at all. <laughs> not at all and I, I don't think he gives – yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think he gives a shit about much of anything because, I mean, case in point, we just talked about how, you know, cases of COVID are going through the roof and Donald Trump has golfed almost yeah. every day. Like, so, yeah. and okay, like I even I'll, – I'll even posit the idea that like, you know, it, you know, Joe Biden on – you know, I don't think this is true, but like Joe Biden could not give a shit either. But he understands the role he's in, so he's playing the part. Like, it, what really pisses me off is that Trump doesn't even pretend to give a shit. 
Yeah. Like he does. Yeah, he doesn't uh, even have those platitudes. He doesn't even try. He just. just... Yeah. Well, and and like and in the end, we... he still can't do it. Ah, fuck. Well, well, we we can tie a lot of these threads together. Yeah. Together, because what are we gonna know, bitch said... about when he's not present? Oh, we'll find something. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure we will. Um, we'll bitch about the fact that there's a website that calls Joe Biden a pedophile. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But um. But no, like that's the thing is like you can tie a lot of those threads together. I agree with you. I don't think that being sued for the rest of his life is going to bother Donald Trump because he's been sued for most of his life because he the way he lives his life, like you said, he enjoys the game. He enjoys the like he just does it. Like he's notorious for not paying off contractors. So like people who do work on his businesses because he's such a great builder, which always bothered bothered the shit out of me because he, he's not an architect. He doesn't draw the building up. He doesn't plan the building. He doesn't do anything. No, he bought the square of land underneath it and then paid a lot of other people to build a building. Like, Shay, you and I can fucking do that. It's not That's not brain surgery. Um, but then what he did, I'm sorry, it's not rocket surgery. Then what he did was he went in and made the interior. He picked out the interior and made it in the ugliest fucking buildings you've ever seen in your life. And But he constantly doesn't pay contractors, so he's constantly getting the shit suit out of him. So he constantly, like... Soon Donald Trump isn't going to bother him. He's like, oh, fuck, whatever. It's not a lawsuit. You know, he doesn't give a shit. Um, even past presidency. But you're right. Well, then I'll, Trump... I mean, I guess there is a chance that some of the shit that gets the cut, like some of the stuff he's going to be indicted for after he's not president could actually be more serious than that, though. Yes. It could. Like, no, there could yes. be something in like, there that's like, okay, here's a bunch of frivolous shit. But this thing over here, he could actually do time for. But I, well, I the, still don't okay. think he'd go to prison. I really don't. Well, the thing is, is that the things with his contractor—that's a civil—that's a civil yeah. thing. Like you can, the, they can sue him, and they say, "Okay, well, Mr. Trump, you have to pay this much." And he's like, "All right, fuck you," and he just doesn't pay it. So it's just out there, you know. It's just out there affecting his credit and affecting, you know, whatever. But if it's one of a thousand things he hasn't paid, like who gives a shit, right? It's just when you're talking in terms of billions, like what is the, you know not paying this guy forty thousand dollars to put in sinks in this this one, you know. You know, hotel or whatever. I mean, like, you know, when you're talking the scale of an operation that the Trump uh, Incorporated is, like, that kind of shit does just, like, fall off the wayside. And, and like, that's how he runs his business. Um, you're right. But the things he would be indicted for would be uh, bank fraud, tax fraud, and real estate fraud, which are kind of interchangeable because it depends on which document they use to fuck you with. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's basically how that works out, you know? Like, whether it's what you claimed on your taxes to, like, lower them based on what you claimed on, you know, the loan you put to a bank to get more money on. You know, it's it's it just depends on what, you know, and then what you sold it for or whatever. Like, the, the interchange between what you claimed on your taxes, what you claimed to a bank, and what you, like, then sold a property for to some, uh, you know, Russian oligarch. Like, it just depends on which one of those, uh, which one of those filings they decide to, to shit on is what you're going to get charged for. Those are felonies, and those aren't, like, pay-a-fine felonies for the most part. I mean, you will be fine, but usually they, you know, like Bernie Madoff, that was all white-collar crime. Yeah. He went to jail. He did. But yeah. he wasn't a former president, so... Well, true. I mean, but, yeah. but also, Shay, it, I mean, the Secret Service protects them from a bullet, not fucking felonies. Um, I guess, I guess I'm just really leaning on the fact that, like, I feel like a lot of people are going to, well, I don't know, I guess it depends on what court, but people be hesitant Southern to throw a former president in jail, and he's just, I just can't, oh God, I guess, no, I, I, I don't think you. he'll, I don't see it happening, I don't, I don't see like, it happening either, yeah. Yeah, I understand once he's not president, he's not legally immune, but that doesn't mean he'll go to jail, let's put it that right, way. Right, like, right, 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 yeah. 
No, it's 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 all one thing, and to 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 kind of dovetail back to your point, one of the things I've I've talked to so many Republicans about and lamented with uh, Democrats is that the whole bullshit about uh, Donald Trump speaks from his heart, and Obama was a uh, oh. couldn't couldn't do it without a teleprompter. Watch a Donald Trump speech. Watch an actual Donald Trump speech, whether it's at the White House yeah. or whether it's uh, actually the White House ones are the best because there's more scripted shit than non-scripted shit. So it's much it's much easier than like let's say one of his rallies to tell where he was supposed to be on script and not on script because like if it's at the White House, he's got some talking points he's got to get through and then he'll go off on a tangent about how Joe Biden sucks or did before the election. Just pay attention to his cadence. The inflection in his voice and any type of emotion he tries to put in his speech versus teleprompter and versus when he talks about himself. And it's night and fucking day. Like, Donald Trump will go out there and have to talk about Veterans Day. And he'll just be like, until all these people. Oh, it's super super monotone. It's it's, like, it's monotone. It's like he doesn't give a shit. And then he'll be like, you know, a lot of people say that I could have been in the military and I would have been a best soldier. And his inflection changes, his intonation changes, his interest changes because he's interested in the thing he's talking about, which is him. Um, so did Barack Obama give a shit about every speech he had to give his president? Probably not. I guarantee you he didn't. But at least he fucking faked it for us. That I mean, that's like I said earlier, man. Like, not every, every. I, I don't know. Like, when you give a presentation, you know. I ideally you've rehearsed what you're going to say you know what you're going to say but you've still written it ahead of time so like that's why you do the teleprompter like yes a person has a teleprompter but like those teleprompters they've read the speech before they went out there and I honestly can I I stop you Yeah, I, I hate to interrupt I have long since believed and there's a lot of evidence for this that Okay, with Barack Obama, with Barack Obama, I listened to podcasts. You listen to the same podcast, Pod Save America guys. They were they were speechwriters for Obama. Yeah, they have pictures of the notes that Obama sent back to them on speeches. Yeah, I know Barack Obama was involved in his speeches, mm-hmm. how they were crafted, and how he wanted to say them. I also can find you examples that Donald Trump has never read that speech before in his life before he got up and read it. Yeah, because in mid sentence he'll go, "So we created." 30,000 new beds, and, oh, we got that many? Yeah, I guess we got a lot of them. Like, he, in real time, will yeah. go, holy shit, that's a cool fact. Yeah. I just, so, I don't... I didn't, I didn't mean to interrupt, but you're right. Like, yeah. He does not give a shit. No. Well, I mean, and I guess my thing is, is I don't understand that I'll just, you know, I'm a little stoned. I decided I'd try weed for the first time tonight. I've had some alcohol, so I digress. But my point is, Say, I will call you later to check on you. Okay, please check on me. I, my heart, my I, I've done three. I injected three marijuanas tonight. I might, my heart might stop. Um, please, no, do not but like, the well, I, I guess my the dissonance for me is I don't understand how it's a bad thing to have a teleprompter. Like, I I have had to give some speeches to groups of like, I don't know, probably the largest is like maybe anywhere between seventy five and hundred people. Um, you know, I professionally, I've managed teams, so I need to, I have meetings where I talk to groups of 15 or 20 people and you've taught classes. 
nobody goes in front of a group of people and doesn't think about what they're going to say ahead of time because otherwise you'd look like an asshole. Yeah. Like, that's just how it works. So, like, I don't understand the idea that, like, oh, he had a teleprompter. How is that a bad thing? Like, I just don't get that. Uh, well, I, but... I don't understand that logic because I've never given a speech that I didn't go over in my head a ton of times and then think about for weeks on end before I gave it so I didn't look like a fucking asshole. You know what I mean? Like, how is it a bad right, no, thing to have I, a teleprompter? I, I don't get that. Right. Like, I um... – I have given professional talks that were only 10 minutes long and I have spent probably 40 hours preparing a 10 minute talk so that you nail it in, in that 10 minutes. What is really weird about that, that situation is the, just the, the sheer hypocrisy in that Donald Trump is a shit public speaker. Yes. Barack Obama, no matter whatever you want to think about him, and if if you know if our cousin Zach wants to come on the podcast and talk about drone bomb, I'd be more than happy to discuss how shitty his policies on killing people across the planet were with drones. I, I get it, but like you can't argue that Barack Obama was a shitty public speaker because he he was a he was a it's one of his his gifts as an as an orator and a communicator. And to say that the reason Donald Trump is shit and and Barack Obama is good at it is because Barack Obama uses a teleprompter. When if you if in in every goddamn speech Trump's has ever given, you can look left or right and see a teleprompter. I don't understand what the fuck you're talking about. That is so weird. I don't. I don't under. It, I just. It, you know, well, I don't know. I mean, that's. I guess I shouldn't say it's so weird because it's like you know how how many uh how many of our uh Republican friends did we have to hear for years talk about Hillary Clinton's emails on a private server, but then a whole bunch of people from the Trump administration have used private servers and services Ivanka, like Jared, WhatsApp, uh, uh, Signal, yeah. those kinds of things to keep conversations yeah. private. Like so, but it's fine. So like, it shouldn't surprise me, and I guess it doesn't surprise me. It's it just pisses me off still. Yeah, it's it's just so silly. It's so silly. Like I don't I don't Okay, hypocrisy is a is a human trait. Everybody has them. I know I have my own my own hypocrisies. I try really hard to like know them and either avoid them or if I'm going to walk right into one be like, "Hey, listen, I know I'm being a hypocrite about this." Like my favorite is smoking. Like I smoked for years. And even now, if I see somebody smoking, and I and I quit like 2012, and I still smoke an occasional cigar. But if I see somebody just over there, just like chain smoking cigarettes, I'm like, they're so weak. You know, even though I, you know, I did the same thing for years. You know, and it's just like you just have to know your hypocrisies and like try to work around them, not be like fucking put them on fucking the nightly news because it's so silly. It's just like oh, people don't understand what's going on. Yeah. But anyway, all that's horseshit. Biden won. Deal with it. Yeah, fuck your feelings. Yeah. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I, I, we talked about this before. And I'll, we'll cap off the conversation before we talk about the fun stuff. Uh, in 2016, it was fuck your feelings. 2017 was, uh, you know, get over it. You lost. Uh, 2018 was uh, drinking your liberal tears. 2019 was Trump train 2020 and 2020 and 21 is apparently going to be like, Hey everybody, this isn't the time to point fingers. This is time to come together. And, uh, everybody who feels that way can eat, uh, just eat my, eat my butt. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. You you can kiss the fattest part of my uh, hairy ass. Uh, right. Start clockwise and work that way. So you like the swirl, huh? The swirl. Swirl. Yes, yeah. I'm into it. Um. All right. So fun stuff. That was uncomfortable. Right, working... Fun stuff. Let's go. Yeah. Fun stuff. The swirl. Um. Uh, I think earlier you said something about you have to pay the Patreon to get Shay's goo. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, I'm working. I don't know about what you're doing. I'm I'm still working my way through uh, Doom Patrol. I thought I was farther through the second season, but I guess I just finished the first. I just hit the episode Sex Patrol, which is bonkers because they got sex ghosts. Lee, shit, that episode. It that it, when people like that's an episode that at some point when people ask me. Like what's good about Doom Control? Uh, Doom Patrol. I tell them to watch that episode without having seen a single episode of it prior, and it's always yeah. hysterical. Like that is a great. Yeah, yeah I know that's solid. That's solid because you got a, you got a robot who's uh, you got the robot uh, who's feeling bad about his his current relationships with his daughter. Is that the same episode where uh, uh, the chief puts ecstasy in his nutrient tank? So he's yeah. like yeah. he's rolling his tits off the whole episode. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so he's good. high as fuck. They've got apparently a sexual demon that's trying to suck up all their sexual energy and create a, the Antichrist or some shit. Yeah, um, it's so fucking funny. And actually, um, well, we've talked about this before. Brandon Fraser shines in that show he as either himself that. in flashbacks or as himself or as the voice of the robot because he's got the best banter. Yeah, ever yeah. In the whole thing. Uh, to answer your question about what I've been watching, Justin, I fucking have been mainlining uh, superhero content. I mean, not that I don't always watch some sort of comic book or superhero bullshit, but like... Right, in, right. I mean, we're, we're, men, we're men in our in our 30s. Yeah, we're, we're men, men in our 30s. our 30s, and there's a pandemic, so there's not a lot of options in terms of what I can do outside the house um, right. now that it's getting cold outside. Um, and uh, I watched... The, the first and second season of Titans on, on HBO Max, which is the Teen Titans right. live-action show, uh, in two days. So that's... That's, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's a... You, you really throttle it. Well, that was, okay. That was so, a fire hose. So, to, for reference, the first season's like, I don't know, 10 or 12 episodes, and the second season's right. like 13 or 14. They're, they're at least an hour. About usually. 40 minutes. They're like, huh? Yeah. They're like a, some of them are like an hour and 20. Um... They do the kind of what Game of Thrones did in the last season. But, uh, I mean, I work from home, and because the pandemic has gotten worse in the industry I'm in, I've had a lot of – I just put it on, and it's just on all day. Right. So I just yeah. I can watch it all day. Watch that, then fucking burn through that. and was like, well, I'm not done. I need more DC superheroes. So I watched – rewatched the first two seasons of Young Justice and then finished the third season of Young Justice last night. That shit is great. Yeah, I stress yeah. anyone who's a fan of of DC Comics and loved the Batman the animated series from the '90s, watch Young Justice. That shit is so good. The first season's the weakest; it's a little more cartooning and like air quotes comic booky than the second season. And then the third season, they progressively like figure out what they're trying to do. By the third th- season, that show could be a live action show. Like it's, it's a lot of a good, it's, it's a lot of good slow burn yeah, story arcs that go around. Yeah. But well, what struck me about it is it's kind of like um, uh, I'm trying to think of what the uh, 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 a lot of the DC animated movies are shot this way. It's shot 
it's shot and framed and written like a live action movie, but it just happens to be animated. Um, mm-hmm. It's really good. It's that's fucking dope. And now, now that I've finished that, I gotta find something else. I might, might uh, dig into some video games or something because I'm, I'm kind of comic booked out right now. But I say that. Well, so I have a uh, big, uh, big fan of both uh, Young Justice and. Um, the uh oh shit titans yeah i i have to say that titans has no business coming together as well as it does as a show we say that a lot like about the cw shows and everything but that one really caught me off guard because just the it's 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 real fucking good well and and the the story starts with it's kind of campy in itself just the comic itself is i don't know it's weird but they, they they pull it off it's solid yeah, it's it's a lot of good because it, it starts out with all the characters being in their own worlds, and then like kind of overlapping each other, and then they learn they they come to agreement the agreements is like they're gonna work together and things like that. It's just you know yeah no it was it was way better. Um, I have to I have to point out that the reason this this show didn't catch on as well as it did is because um, this was originally all this shit was originally released. Um, this is Adult Swim uh, originally. Young Justice was where the. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Adult Swim is where first two seasons of Young Justice showed up, and then they started that that dumb shit um, DC Nation, which was their DC streaming Universe? service. D- uh, was it? It was Universe. Universe. Nation? It was DC Universe. Okay, but they started that, and that's where they put the first two seasons of Titans, and then the third season of um, Young Justice. So you had to, I had to torrent all that shit. So. So you would have to wait till it was like every Friday it was released, whatever you download and watch it. It was good. It was really good. I thought it was great, but it didn't have near the nearly the following it has it has gotten recently because it was you know like not that many people signed up for that service um, because hell I did not torrented it. Everybody and, um, has HBO Max, right? Like everybody has HBO Max now because a lot of people had HBO or, or yeah or signed and, up for just and HBO now Max. they're now they're starting to do shit and this is this is honestly. Um, it's it's from a marketing standpoint it's fucking brilliant and also it's it's horrifying because it shows how much only like a handful of companies own all the stuff we consume but the fact that wonder woman the biggest tentpole movie for dc this year is going to go into theaters and also hbo max at no additional charge they are going to have so many people that sign up for hbo max just to watch that and then get sucked into Just all this other on. bullshit. And yeah. it's and I think that's I I'll be interested to see how that works out because I bet that's the trend moving forward. I bet that that that's really common. Like that doesn't change. Well, that was that was the next thing on my little thing here is like cuz a lot of people discuss- sign up for streaming services and they forget and they pay for it for like 6 or 7 or 8 months or a year or more before they cancel it. Right. Well, exactly. And and so like I was going to ask you, you know, because the the um so HBO Max is you know where this DC Nation thing or universe I forget it doesn't matter what it's called nobody watched well, yeah because AT and T shut it down and moved it over to HBO Max you know there you go yeah and and that's why everybody is like yourself has fallen into uh, found Titans uh, the other thing that might get a second season and we I know I talked about it on uh, we talked about it is um, the Swamp Thing that was on DC DC Universe I have not watched that but I hear it's solid that. That was super creepy, super horror focused. It was uh, apparently they just, uh, it, I mean, everything about it from the special effects to the story to um, the guy who plays Swamp Things is like 6'9. He's the Jason Voorhees in the, the most recent um, movies. Mm-hmm. 
like he he was uh he played i mean it's it's great like he he does the character great like he and uh you know his former self talk to you i mean it's all great well that dumped that got that got put on um the hbo max and now everybody's like holy shit where's the second season of this you assholes why'd you cancel it now like well i don't know what we're okay i guess maybe like now that's up in the air again like that kind of thing is happening Didn't it get canceled like two or three episodes in yeah, they it got canceled because they made it, and then the budget was higher than the the um, DC um, Nation had expected, and so they were like, "Well, we can't do a second season of this because it doesn't have the ratings because our streaming service sucks." Yeah, is I mean, yeah, it was a really weird thing because like I I never expected episodes. DC Universe to catch on because like it's just and this I mean that I guess too niche. It's too that niche, too man. Niche. Like. DC comic books always have been, at least to me, because I'm a, I'm a Marvel guy, I always have been. DC stuff has always been just a little bit more, and I'll use this again, air quotes, comic booky. Like, there's more stuff in the DC universe where the the character designs are a little sillier, um, and then they also have a lot of like, if you're not looking at the big guys like your Batman, your Superman, your you know, your Green Lanterns and shit. They've got a lot of generic weird offs, like the like Black Spider is the DC Spider Man, but he kind of sucks. Like that's always yeah. been a thing. So like having a service around a handful of DC character shows, it's like that's never going to work, and it didn't. But yeah. thankfully, my, all my, that crap got sucked up always, HBO. My big complaint always with uh, DC Universe is like uh, the answer to everything is we're going to bring a thousand Supermans in from a thousand different super world, uh, a yeah. thousand different universes or whatever. It's always like that. It's like, hey, this big bad guy's. One Superman can't handle it, so we'll just add four hundred ninety-nine more. And I was like, God damn it! I can. I mean, you guys aren't writing shit. I, w- I want to say this about Titans real quick: is I fucking love the guy they've got playing Deathstroke or uh, what Slade Wilson. Yeah, that guy yeah. is great. He's, he's yeah, he's way better than the dude no, that like, played him in Arrow. Um, he's yeah, he's fucking solid. No, it's it's all like that. That whole show's solid. It's fun. Um, that's great. Um, I was gonna ask you like later like. Like you said, Wonder Woman eighty four, which is going to be the big tentpole, mm-hmm. was supposed to be it for twenty twenty, right? Am I am I wrong here? It's coming out in twenty twenty. Yes, it was originally coming oh, out twenty nineteen, and then got pushed oh, that's back. What I meant. That's 2020. what I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's what I meant. And now it's coming um, out December twenty fifth or something in theaters and on HBO Max at no right. extra charge. So, and we've talked about this. This is probably what we're going to be. And let's be clear. For. We don't get any money from HBO. We just really like DC and they own it. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, and we've talked about this. So you got like, you got, you know, one, one, Wonder Woman 84 coming out like that. We're looking at a, uh, tra- um, uh, uh, shit, not Transformers. I'm sorry. Godzilla movie in the wings. We got Ghostbusters in the wings. We got all these big movies that keep getting delayed. We're just waiting for them all to decide. All right, fuck it. This is what we're doing. Yeah. Godzilla versus King Kong, I think, was supposed to be out in 2019. So was Ghostbusters Afterlife. So, yeah, I don't know. That's you know, I I've got I fucking loved Godzilla King of Monsters. So the idea that I'm I'm gonna get a Godzilla versus King Kong movie, which according to all the rumor mill on the internet and based on everything else I've seen, is not only gonna be it's not gonna be just Godzilla and Kong. There'll be other right, monsters right, in of there. Course. Uh, They're gonna team up and fight. Uh, you know. I'm, I could have sworn somewhere I read that the you know spoiler alert that the big the big the big reveal they were trying to pull off with the new one is uh is Mecha Godzilla, which is just a giant robotic Godzilla, which I would just be all about. Um, 
But uh, I'm 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 half erect just talking. I know exactly. I mean, those, yeah, those okay. movies are great. So I'm real excited for that. I hope that just I either hope I think that's scheduled for March of 2021 right now. Yeah, something yeah, like that, yeah. like I mean, sometime in the spring. So hopefully, but it probably I, won't. I mean, we're not gonna have a vaccine that's readily available to everybody until like mid 2021. Yeah. So like the studio. Here's a question for you. Uh, do you know what it takes to produce a vaccine? And I don't mean develop one. Like, once you have the final vaccine, what is involved in getting into mass production? Like, how 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 complicated is it to make three hundred million of a vaccine? It okay. So, as a physicist and not a virologist, yeah. I can tell you that the experimental conditions that are are used to make one, um depending on the complications. So the, the original vaccine by Pfizer had to be, uh, was made like it was made by a guy with, you know, let's say five milliliters of a sample. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, spun up a vaccine from that and it had to be stored at negative 70 degrees Celsius and then transported like that. And then warmed up and injected right in you. Like that was the big concern about that one. It had like a 95%, uh, 94 or 5% effectiveness. Um, not knowing the biology, just knowing how laboratories work, that's hard to reproduce on a large scale. Yeah. Okay. So, like, because, scaling yeah. up is the question. I guess that's the question is how right. does that scale up? Because, like, because we're not talking can, about can, making fucking face masks. Right. I can make, I can make a, I can make a, um, you know, the research I do is pattern thin films. I can make a pattern thin film in a day and a half, you know, but it's, it's a, it's one sample on a silicon substrate that's one centimeter by one centimeter um ask me how i do that and make a million of them on one that's you know one kilometer by one kilometer substrate or something like that like how do you scale up that type of production you know the type of mechanics and things will take you know again i'm not i'm not in the pharmaceutical business but I can, I just, it, it depends on your initial, uh, thing. So like the one that had to be 70, 70 degrees, uh, negative 70 degrees Celsius, that one would be hard yeah. and they've already done it. They're already doing it. Yeah. They're doing it. Um, but the one that's, that are stable at room temperature, much easier. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's, but it's it, a, that uh, is the kind of thing that like, like if you, if like, you know, assuming let's, you know, Ideally, in my mind, the Biden administration comes in and they say, okay, let's fucking do this. We're going to throw the entire weight of the government behind this, and we're going to make – we're not expecting you to take it, but we're going to make a vaccine for every person in this country and then Point make it widely available. Point of fact, the Trump administration has already done that. They've already thrown the weight of the federal government behind making a vaccine. And that's why we've got like three or four right now that are yeah. out there, and like four of them – are stable at room temperature and are super, you know, ninety five percent effective. Great. I mean, I, I'm not going to knock on the Trump administration. Well, see, my understanding was a lot of these, a lot of the ones you first started hearing about were not developed because Trump. It was because the Pfizer. No, the Pfizer, Pfizer was like, oh, we're going to make a vaccine because we're Pfizer and it's what we do. The Pfizer one was not given seed money by. Um, yeah. Project Warp Speed and the other, uh, yeah, uh, God, that's the Moderna such a one. Thing. I, I guess yeah. I'm not talking about developing it. I'm talking about when you have a final product, the manufacturing so, okay, behind so, it. So, the, so there's your there's your big there's your sticky wicket, and the 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 
so one one of the things that that your all capped uncle will say is that uh, you know we gave Pfizer two billion dollars. What we gave Pfizer was a purchase order for as many vaccines as they can make for two billion dollars. Yeah, like that's what we're paying for right now. At this point, the seed money and Project uh, Warp Speed has been spent and has been used to develop a vaccine. The question out there, and the question you're asking, Shay, if I'm not wrong, is how much money and how quickly can we make 300 million of these fucking things? Because it, like giving giving them money to make the product is a different thing from saying, okay, you developed a product. Where's the infrastructure? And and to be clear, if Trump had won, they probably would have done this too. Like, I'm not saying they wouldn't have, but like now you're at the point where like, okay, now you need the infrastructure to manufacture it. You need facilities to make it. You need the big one to be well, able they, to I mean, fucking transport it. They already have that. Like the 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 pharmaceutical companies have that. It's a, it's a it's a matter of risk. You know, whatever whatever factory like you, know, factory A, B, and C, and D are all in like a giant fucking you know complex somewhere in you know Arizona or whatever. Something that's flat and doesn't have anything fucking in it. You know, desert maybe. But you know, you just retool. You know. A and B to make this thing and not hand sanitizer or whatever the fuck it was making beforehand. And you just do it. And, um, it takes money and it takes time and it's just, you know, like it's going to be a while. Like they said, like we have a vaccine we can put in your arm right now. Yeah. Sure. Oh, I know. I know. But the problem is we, yeah, we have, the problem is we only have a couple hundred thousand of them and we have 3.289 uh, or something million people in America. Okay, so to put it, we keep saying 300, 350 million because we're talking like total population in the U.S., but just to, for, for, okay, so like for a reference point, uh, all manufacturers uh, for the flu vaccine, which there are multiple manufacturers for the seasonal flu vaccine, uh, right. will produce, this is the projected, for this flu season, they're projected to make 198 million doses of just standard flu vaccine. Right. So... It's. I guess you're right. It's not really that out. If you really wanted to make one for every person in the country, it's really not. That's only 150 million more than they're. Well, okay. Let's. Yeah. Well, and I guarantee you, Shay, the reason they make 190 million and not 300 million is because there's so many people that just won't get a. Flu oh, vaccine. let's be clear. They're not going to get through. Yeah. We're not going to get everybody in this country to take a, a COVID-19 right, vaccine. Right. That's the thing. That's the thing. Like the reason they make 200 million uh, doses of a flu vaccine instead of 328.9 million doses is because they know from previous decades that like the the year they made 250 million. They sat on fifty million. Yeah. You know, they they know. I mean, and it's a business for them. I, I I'm not I'm not going to fault them for that. The flu vaccine is not a mandatory thing, so that we can fucking open up uh, chilies. Like it's that's we're in a different ball game here. So, yeah. How would you? I've read some rumors about this online, obviously, uh, and people have been talking about how. But I guess there's some scuttlebutt that some venues may start saying, hey. You can come to this in-person concert, but you have to provide proof of vaccination. How do you feel about that? I personally would do it in a heartbeat. Uh, me personally do not see that as the mark of the beast, no. but I know some people that will call that the mark mm-hmm. of the beast. So, yeah, that's I, I understand the question you're asking. And as a person, as 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 uh, as big jizzle. And when I when I say venues, I mean like concerts. Like I want to go to the yeah. Pepsi Center Arena and see a show with you know, 15,000 other people or whatever. Yeah. Would I like to go see the, um, uh, Alanis Morissette garbage and Blondie concert that I already have tickets to that was canceled? Mm-hmm. 
uh, and I had to get a COVID vaccine to go. Yes, big jizzle. Assuming the COVID yes, vaccine jizzle. doesn't cost like you know fucking five grand or some shit per dose. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, if everything was is appropriate, yes, me speaking as big jizzle would would get it myself. Do I know that I have people on my Facebook feed that would call it the mark of the beast? Fuck yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like I'll be honest with you, man. Like, I got tickets to see Billy Strings in uh, the Mission Ballroom in Denver, which doesn't mean anything to people who've never been there, but it's it's like a it's a fucking amazing venue from what I understand. I've never been there myself, but I've read a lot about it. Only like thirty five hundred people are allowed. So I've got tickets for three nights of, of Billy Strings there and if I had to vaccinate me and everyone I knew, well, I'd probably do it to see it because yeah. they keep pushing it back. Uh, but yeah, I hope it means we'll get a bunch of concerts with a lot fewer people in them because people don't want to get vaccines. All right, we had we had a the venue here in Chicago that's really fun is the Al, the Ialto. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Uh, I I, I know the venue because I've uh, a couple artists I, I follow play there, and it's a pretty popular. Yeah. It's one of the big ones in Chicago. Yeah, it's great. It's this old school, like the way that Shay and I would describe it. For those of you that weren't born and raised in Huntington, is it? Look, it's like a Keith Albee. Yeah, I knew it. It's yeah, old school. It's old school. Art Deco. Like, it's a building that looks yeah. like Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. Yeah, it's really great. And there's a bar on every floor, and I include the bathroom floor. Like you go downstairs to take shit, and you can walk out and get a rum and coke. Oh, so good. Um, it's great. Uh, I got way too drunk at a garbage concert, and uh, Rachel was like. Like trying to lead me around. How is garbage these days? Still good? Fucking amazing. Yeah. The the concert we went to was the the I want to say the twentieth anniversary of their Garbage two point uh, release, their second album, and they played the entire album in uh in, in its entirety, and it was amazing. It was amazing. But all right, we have shot the shit for a while here. Pretty um, bad. We have, sh- uh, 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 we have shot out the shit. Uh, fuck! I forgot to talk about. It. There's a fit. They they got they got uh we got a fifth Predator movie on the on the uh, horizon. A fifth what? It can't be any worse than the last one. They got a new Predator movie. Oh yeah, uh, of course. In the works. Yeah, it can't be any worse than Predators. So fuck it, whatever. Hey, this is just a reminder to all you guys out there. It's it's like yesterday or today or the day before, somewhere around there. It was the 30th anniversary of Predator Two. Yeah. Go watch yourself some Predator Two. It's so good. Hell yeah. Fucking love that movie. I'll never forget. I'm still waiting for we my were... fucking Batman versus Predator movie. Yeah. Oh, that would have been great. Um, I'll never forget. Uh, we had seen Predator 2 maybe three or four times. We happened to watch it at our buddy Seth's house uh, with his dad, who is very conservative. And the scene where it pans in on the uh, the drug dealer uh, banging his girlfriend, and there's a little bit of nudity. You see boobies. Yep. Uh, he's like, that's it. We're done. And he took the movie from us and, wa- and went with it. Yeah. All right, well, all right, yeah, we've, we've gone quite, a, quite. Oh shit, I can't do that. All right, so as we say, uh, we enjoy the show doing this. We hope you enjoy listening to it. We, I get to talk to my little brother for a while. Don't see him a lot. You guys listen to our opinions on everything, and you should enjoy them. You should uh, take them to heart, and they are now your opinions. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, hit us up on the, uh, what the hell, the Facebooks, the Twitters. The emails, you've heard them all. So Facebook and Twitter, it's at Woodscast1776. And hit us up at uh, thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com. Uh, if you got a, a concern or comment, we will address it and or we will uh, yell at you on a medium you don't get to yell back at us on. 
So that's what happens there. Shay? Yep. You all right over there? Yep. Seem to be zoning out. Nope. Just listen. Just listen to me. Give the out uh, the uh, the outro. I believe it's the term. The outro. Yes. Well, just remember what Captain Hodger says. You should seize the means of production. Seize them.